Limited potential. <laughs> hey everyone, you're listening to the Gone Gaming Podcast. This is episode 54. Today we'll be talking about what we've been up to these past few months, the upcoming video game awards, Google Stadia, and more. Don't forget to check us out on Instagram at Gone Gaming Podcast. Like, subscribe, and leave us a review. For more information, check us out at ltdpotential.com. So sit back and relax as we're about to power on. Okay. Are we too loud? Uh, no. Not at all. Oh, wait, we haven't cracked the red. No, what is this? That's a pen. Bullshit. It's from Blackberry. No wonder it's stupid. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> they got out of mobile phones and they got it's into square, pens. like their buttons. You know, is that? Is that what the deal is? No, seriously. Like, they're, all their buttons on the keyboard are square. I thought they were rectangular. <laughs> <laughs> I guarantee you that was the design behind this. I'm a fucking genius. Look at that. We'll agree what? to disagree all there. Three seconds to figure that out? We'll agree to disagree there. <laughs> What do you want me to tell you? You just made an assumption. You've never used the BlackBerry. You don't know. I haven't. No. As far as I know, they're rectangular, not square. Why would why would buttons be rectangular? Because you have to fit more more. Uh, so square th- would be better. There's three rows. No, no, no. Because the thing is, you have to fit so many letters horizontally, and only you have so much more vertical room. I see what you're saying. Yeah. I see what you're saying. You can you can short out on you can you can cop out by You're making wrong. them taller. You're wrong because they were square. Can you prove me wrong? Google it. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm gonna just go on the fact that <laughs> you've never owned fucking, a BlackBerry. You know how uncomfortable this is to hold. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a shit pen. <laughs> they didn't hire me, so fuck them. <laughs> I'm gonna talk shit about it. <laughs> they gave me a fucking pen. Yeah, I didn't know you went to BlackBerry. I didn't go to BlackBerry. They came to us. Oh. A lot of people when you're in school, they try to recruit you. Okay, cool. Here, let's recruit you these shitty-ass pens. Yeah, actually, I didn't apply. I didn't bother at that point. If this is the quality of pens they're giving out, then I know the quality of the job I'm going to be working. If that's what their standard of quality is, I am out. That's all. Oh, man. See, we need to just... This will burn... Aiden's no one. We need to just talk. We just need to have a podcast for which is chat. And I know that's what he wanted to do from um, the get-go. Because this this was gold. <laughs> what do you mean? This is great. Yeah, we could start the episode with this. We're not going to cut this. Just keep it in. Who cut cares? what? What are you talking about? Exactly. We're not cutting anything. Yeah. All right. Okay. How are you, Luca? I'm good. Yeah? Yeah, man. It's Fuck, it's been like a long time. It has. I don't recognize you anymore. Yeah, yeah. That's not true. You look the same. No, we've seen each other. Yeah, we just quite frequently. We don't only see each other when we record. That's right. We're friends first, and then we're then we're podcast buddies. Aww, friends thanks. first. You got a weird friendship. I like that. Yeah, it makes so, me happy. You, you know, know what you, also makes me happy? Video games. You know what? You know what's a the trick to playing more of them? What's that? Not doing a podcast in seven months. <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought you were gonna say not having friends. <laughs> well, that that also helps. That also helps. Yeah, it, there's been a lot coming out recently, and I wanted to talk about it, get together with you, and just go over what we've been playing. Yeah, um, I mean, it's been seven months. We better have had something under our belts. We better have at least one or two games beaten. I think so. I'm honestly going to talk about, like, the last <clears throat> month, <laughs> but that's, you know, that's I think about mine's, it. like, from September, because I was in school until August. So. You were. Uh, you were, but what are you, what are you playing now? Like what, what have you been playing? What have you enjoyed over, let's call it our break? Well, um, 
I mean, I guess it's been so long that I actually did beat Red Dead. I, be- I beat it in, I don't know, like three, four months ago. Nice. And that game's fantastic. Yeah. Um, I was... I thoroughly enjoyed it, debated picking it up again on PC, but the the backlog, as we keep talking about, is mm-hmm. piling up. So, Which it is on PC and plagued with issues from the beginning. I think now it's I, fixed. Yeah, according to our friend Martin, he mm-hmm. says it's fine now and it's amazing. Yeah, it was pretty, it was pretty brutal when it, it debuted on PC. Yeah, I mean, I, I didn't play it right away. And that's Master kind of what happened. Race my ass. Yeah, it just it looks <laughs> way better in every aspect, but it's fine. Um <laughs> But other than Red Dead, I also beat Link's Awakening. Okay. On Switch. Switch. Which was really fun. Was it? A bit There's of the, issues with that too, right? A little bit of performance issues in the when you're in the open world. When you're in the dungeons, you're fine. It's like a frame rate problem when you're anywhere in the open world. Which is funny. I would never equate frame rate bleh, frame rate problems to the Switch. I think a lot. Well, I mean, it's underpowered hardware. But I think they said that, I don't know what, they, they, they're dumbfounded by why it's stuttering so yeah okay know. okay and i've also beaten luigi's mansion 3 awesome so, how's that so fun yeah guigi pretty cool yeah 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 um it's it's just it's why the reason why i love that game is it's every floor you go on is like a different theme and it it's just it's so creative each floor like how they how they how it's managed it's the gameplay is great and they take advantage of like what floor like one year in a water kind of like a water level and then you go on like a raft and you're using your vacuum to kind of you know direct yourself through it you know it's like it's so the floors are quite large yeah yeah. some of them are large some of them are aren't as big but uh it's kind of cool really cool idea on the levels i I gotta lend you my switch because that game was really fun that'd be fun to play was the older luigi's mansion similar where it's floor by floor I the levels? Okay, so I haven't beat the first one. I didn't touch the first one. Okay. And then the one on the 3DS, I borrowed Martin's as well, mm-hmm. and I, I gave it back to him because I didn't, you know, I played about halfway through it, and it's been so long I don't even remember much about it, but it was a lot of fun. It felt the same from what I remember. Okay. Um, but it just looked really nice on the Switch, and good job. Mm-hmm. It was a good, really fun game. And so that's three games I beat since we talked last. Right. You're and then the I'm halfway through Gears 5. Okay. Halfway through Modern Warfare campaign. I just, I'm like maybe 10% into We Happy Few. So I got a bunch of games on the run here. Mm-hmm. Don't want to talk about Star Wars because I kind of started that, just showing friends how it looks on PC. You, Je- Jedi Fallen Order. Yes. Yeah. And yeah, that's, and, and obviously Call of Duty Multiplayer. You know this podcast. If you've listened, you know that's about We should half just of call it the Call of Duty Multiplayer we really should. podcast. Call of Duty podcast with some sometimes other games. Other games uh awesome and what about you uh geez if i'm going that far back i don't remember uh mortal kombat 11 <laughs> okay. I, pl- I platinumed all right of course you yeah. just Which, say you you beat when Ashton no, says you beat I something, have he's to say that. so i beat it but I, I platinum mortal kombat 11 which i never platinum fighting games because there's a, always a lot of online components that i'm terrible at yeah. like win x-men online matches or tournaments and you know types of finishing moves i'm, I'm not good at them but this game was attainable uh-huh. Um, and there was only one, one or two trophies that were online that were a bit of a, a pain in the ass. Like the good thing is you just had to play X amount of matches. You didn't have to win, <coughs> yeah. which is great because I didn't win any of them. Uh, so I just had to go through them and play, which is fine. 
I'm trying to remember what came out after that because there was a lull in, in terms of me even playing games. Like yeah, there, there was time where I didn't play anything for a while. You're MIA on the PlayStation Network. Yeah, once once a Mortal Kombat 11 was done, I don't think I had anything. There's really nothing I wanted to play. Not there's not good games out there, just nothing that really tickled my fancy to spend the money on and play and, and invest the time. Well, let's be real. Like the, it was a little thin on the PlayStation for a while. I mean, it was. And again, that's the only system I have. Yeah, yeah. So, well, you did play Forza Horizon 4. Was that after? Okay, so I put a ton of time in Forza Horizon yeah, 4. Yeah, that was this year. Um, I, I lent you. My, yes. Remember I was in school and I'm like, just take my Xbox so it's not That was fun. That was and, a fun game. And then when I was done school, I'm like, I'll take my Xbox. Yeah, I'll take it back. And then you're like, I'm having fun. And I'm like, <laughs> All right. You can have it for a few more weeks. Yeah. Um, and then recently, I platinumed COD, the mm-hmm. campaign. Of course. Uh, probably that's my third COD I platinum. They're, those ones are tough too because the zombie shit's hard. Yeah, I don't want. And it. there's no zombies in this one. You know how I feel about platinums, right? Yeah, you. God of War is literally that. got a five minute challenge that I need to still do for my platinum, and that, I that that's, that hurts me. And that it, hurts me. And that's part of the reason why I do it. <laughs> I know it's part it's, of the reason let's why. Say with Spider Man, aren't you? Or did you do Spider Man? Uh, I thought you were close to Spider-Man. I think I'm close to Spider-Man as well. I yeah, think yeah, the yeah. only Platinum I got was Horizon Zero Dawn. Okay. Did you do that? Yeah. yeah. You were excited about it. I tried to keep it a secret, but you went on the PlayStation Network and saw it. Been a while. So uh, the COD campaign, Modern Warfare, was by far probably one of my favorite COD campaigns, at least in a long time. Now, to be fair, if you ask me to recall anything before this... I can't. Yeah, yeah. I just, my, they're not that memorable. Yeah. Um, a lot of them are similar. But um, I can't remember even my favorite games, like big chunks of them. Yeah. Like, I have so, terrible memory. I know, though, playing it, I've never had that much fun. Veteran was a bitch. I didn't do realism. Yeah. Uh, but Veteran was hard. Uh, probably harder than a few in the past. You know, it's, that campaign flows so easy. Yeah. Like, I, I plan on just doing, like, a couple missions once because I want to unlock some of the characters for online yes, because yes. I don't care really much for story in Call of Duty. And I, like, ended up going, like, six missions deep, like, just trying to do, like, one or two. Yeah. Because I'm like, I just want one extra character. I'm like, this is fun. Like, it the is. Piccadilly one is pretty intense. Yes. And then I kind of went rolling there. I don't even know where I'm at right now, but it did was... Did you do... And I think I asked you this before. Did you do the one in the house? The, with... Yeah, I did the one... At night. Night vision goggles. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, so spoiler alert. I, I guess we should spoiler alert here. Uh, three, two, one. Okay. Yeah, Call of Duty: Modern Warfare. If you haven't played the story, uh, that one's called was it Safe House? Could be. Okay, so the beginning of this it starts at night, and again, just to kind of recap, I'm playing on my 4K TV HDR. Looks really good. You're yeah. playing on on your computer and and you know ultra high settings and shit. I'm sure it's gorgeous. Yeah, but. Uh, you it's at night and you're outside of this house. You infiltrate it through a window in the kitchen and then you literally go floor by floor, which is three stories. Yeah, it's um, like slow pace too, which and you is clear it out. for Call of Duty. Yes, and you, you, you got to clear out each, not each room, but each floor. There's yeah. about one or two rooms. You, you got a clear team out. with you, so it's like you don't actually do, every, do every corner of yes. the floor, but you do most of it anyway. Going through this, and this sounds silly, but this is what games should do, and this is why I really love it, is... I felt like I was one of those guys. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I was so into it. And I, I usually play at night as well, right? I wait until everyone's asleep or, you know, I got time to myself. So I'll play at night. It's already dark in my house. I dim the lights uh, and it's quiet. And I'm going floor by floor and my heart's going because also I'm on, I'm on veteran. So one hit, I'm down, right? Okay, so I, I, I have to that. creep. Like I have to go slow, take my time. <laughs> I... I I honestly felt like I was one of these, you know, SEAL Team 6 guys going yeah, in yeah, and clearing yeah. out this home. 
and it was so intense and it was so much fun. And I, I play that over multiple times, just that level, because it was just so much fun to do. I tried to do it better and not get hit. That is it's a also very, a trophy that you have to do. That's a very memorable oh chapter in the game. Absolutely. Sure. By far my favorite chapter in a COD. Yeah. Um, and the, there's a trophy you get for it. It's a gold trophy. It's called Clean House. And it's you have to go through it uh, and you can't get shot. So on veteran, you can't anyways because you die. Yeah. And you have to use one bullet per enemy. No way. Yeah. So you have to put the single shot on? So I didn't. I just was really quick on the oh, trigger. That's, that's, um, you're asking for trouble there. I am. But that's the part where I was even had to be more precise that I felt like I was one of these guys. And my heart was going and I felt like I was actually there with them. And I'm like, this is so intense. It was a ton of fun. That's, ton of fun. That's like, you wonder when they make these games, like the harder settings, like, are you missing something when you play it on a lower difficulty? You know, like, I'm, I'm just wondering... Because sometimes, like, it's just overly challenging. It's like you just want to beat the story. But, like, yeah. do you get more immersed in the game when it's harder? You know, that's uh, a thought. Because that's a good point. Like you said, you yeah. felt like you're one of the guys. Oh, so much fun. It was so cool. Because you're going you're gonna to die in one shot. Yeah. And, and it is. And, again, when you think of those guys, it's it's usually one hit, right? You're going to yeah. get a headshot or it's going to be a critical shot. And it's one bullet per. And you don't want to make too much noise. Mm -hmm. And it, it was fun. Uh, to your point, when you look at how I play multiplayer, I just run and gun like a lunatic. As and I, I die a lot. As do I. And so, you know, with these guys, you don't want to die. That's kind of the idea. And so you got to be more strategic. You got to take your time. You got to go slow. You got to aim properly. Well, you have to redo the mission if you screw up. And that's for me. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I don't want to waste any more time. Yeah, no, exactly. Uh, you know what? For this campaign too, it didn't have... Outside of one level, you're not there yet. It didn't have a lot of the wave bullshit that CODs used to, that campaigns yeah. have. That's I really appreciate about this. That's, it's that's not you're stuck in an beat. area and it's 30 guys, 10 more guys, now 20 guys, yeah. and you're just sitting there and you're refilling ammo. I'm pretty sure you can go back in our podcast and say that's my main reason why I don't like to play the campaigns. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh absolutely. So this was by far, for me, hands down the best campaign. I haven't done surprisingly any of the spec op missions because i was looking forward to those it just because like what not I all the guys want to well what i remember spec ops when black on modern warfare 2 mm -hmm. uh wasn't it like they could you could do it single player or like two player like on the same console yeah the, so you could do it online as well uh and but, there was two versions of it i can't remember if it was modern warfare 2 or 3 that changed it or they were both available but there was the uh hordes mode right where and that one was fun i think that was two I could be wrong. Uh, I think it was two where in the horde mode that you played, you had to set up, you got X amount of time, like 30 seconds before a match started, mm -hmm. and you had to set up your turrets and your claymores. Yeah, I don't care for that. And then shit. everyone comes in, you got to protect your area and not, and not die, essentially. That got really intense. When you play with two people and you're communicating, it was a lot of fun. And then there was the spec ops where it was challenges, which you could do single or multiplayer. Yeah, yeah. I remember that one that's like in that cabin house. You got like one, house. two, three stars. Remember the juggernaut one in the cabin house? Yeah. I think you, che like you had some like cheap way of doing it. with. You did it with your wife. Yes. She took over the controller. I remember you because you asked me to bring a controller back in the day. <laughs> I, I I looked it up. I think a PS3 controller because you only had one at the time. There, there was a trophy, again, all trophy related. There was a trophy if you, you have to down or kill a juggernaut with a knife, mm -hmm. which is really hard to do. And so I saw a video of this guy where in doing one of those challenges, there's two juggernauts that come at you and it's mm -hmm. in like the favela Brazil area. Oh, is it that one? Um, and there's in one of the houses, there's a room... Uh, you, they go into the main room and there's like the bedroom. If you have one player block the door in the bedroom <laughs> and you duck and hide kind of behind the door, 
they can't get in and they can't hit you. And all you have to do is as you're knifing them, because they just kind of walk back and forth, yeah. is revive your second player. So then they go down again and you hit them a few times, revive and, and repeat. Yeah. And boom, pop goes the trophy. And yeah. <laughs> so that's, that's the extent of my wife playing video <laughs> games. So, uh, so you're going to die for me. <laughs> like 80 times. She's going to just stand there with the controller. Yeah, the look on her face was priceless because it was pretty boring for her. She probably uh, was And like, I'm, I'm like, oh my God, stay there. Don't move. Don't move. <laughs> she's like, I'm stuck <laughs> with this guy. <laughs> yeah, this is who I married? Uh, so I, I did that. I played a bit of multiplayer. Um, took a break from that because Death Stranding came out. Oh, yeah, yeah. I haven't played it. Um, really debated on returning it. The reviews weren't great. Um, I think it's made for a specific type of gamer. Like that's why, like I was debating keeping it, but it's just my backlog as yeah. we talked is just so large, and I know it's coming out for PC. Yes, um, I will wait until I'm my my log of games, my queue is uh, close to empty. Well, yes. close to uh, the games I need to play are played. Right now, that is the game in my queue, so I, I don't have any others. But uh, I didn't play it, didn't open it yet. Just it didn't it didn't review very well. A lot of the videos i saw i didn't want to spoil too much just didn't look like my kind of game but one thing consistently kind of that i heard was that it's different and i guess it's true for most games but it's different when you actually play it Mm. so when you're watching videos yeah it looks kind of boring you're walking and delivering shit like that's really what the game is you're you're delivering parcels and crap Mm -hmm. and you're walking a lot and that's not exciting but apparently there's a lot of balance controls you have to do to your character when Mm -hmm. you're walking and you got to balance how fast you're walking tilting left and right because you got a bunch of shit terrain is a big deal so i guess from what i heard is as a player controlling it you're physically doing a lot mm-hmm. so you're always doing something either essentially with your hands on the controller well, like it's not just hold forward and walk see the thing is people sit talk like oh my god that's that's shit you know like i don't want to play that it sounds like garbage mm-hmm. but like part of me is sick of just killing waves and waves of enemies move to a place and you just get into another gunfight like yeah. gears of war i'm playing it and it's fun and they, they've added a little bit of a i guess a little bit of a different element and you drive a vehicle like uh and you kind of explore a little bit. It's kind of like a little bit of open world-ish. Um, but it's like, it, at the end of the day, I'm like moving place to place and I'm doing the horde stuff, right? Like, it's cool. Some of the scenes are cool, but all in all, it, it doesn't feel that much different than like any other game I've kind of played, any other shooter. Right. So like, I like the fact that this is like nothing I really have played before. And I think that's the intent. When you think of, you know, uh, Kojima... He, he doesn't make normal games, and we learned that from the Metal Gear series, specifically 5. Well, 5 got a 10, and this game got a 7. So it's like, yeah. well, you know what? <laughs> I don't know if I trust the reviewers on... on like, their tastes are different yeah. than mine. Back, Very true. Back in the day when IGN was in its, like, prime... Uh, with you it was know, a good trust. Was it Colin Moriarty was there and like... Yeah, uh, and Greg Miller and Greg all Miller, those yeah. guys. You know what? Those guys, when they're on IGN, they, they hit... They got perfect scores for me. Like mm-hmm. Back then, they they did a good job, and it reflected what I liked in games. Now, these new reviewers don't necessarily reflect the way I like to enjoy games. Right. So, I don't know. That 7, it's probably a 9 for some people and a 5 for others. Yeah, and that's the thing. It's very polarizing, right? People yeah. either hate it or they love it. And uh, I don't know where I'm going to fit in. Like, really looking at it didn't really interest me. Like, I, I pre-ordered it to get the good price. Uh, it's Konami. Uh, uh, or sorry, it's Kojima, sorry. Kojima, and I, yeah, I love what yeah. Kojima does with Metal Gear and his storytelling, his yeah. character development. Like, he's oh, really he's, he's good a, storyteller. He's a legend. He's, he's one of yeah. the greats in the... In so I'm like, how how bad could it be? Yeah. And it's it's apparently that out there 
yeah. that different and which was i'm sure the intention that it either caught people off guard or it's not for everybody mm -hmm. like it, it's it's that different of a game and i think it was um i don't know if it was cory barlog or neil Druckmann who uh tweeted something about like it's the most realistic hiking controls in the game and when i read that i was like oh shit <laughs> i have no interest in this like i don't want you know a hiking game where you're going through mud and it slows you down that much and it's so real which is really cool because games don't do that yeah right it's very simulated but so that's a great achievement on one end for him to really mm -hmm. get that feeling and 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 make you so immersive in it that's like you feel like you're sludging through all this yeah, thick yeah. mud but then I'm thinking, oh my God, like the worst part of open world games for me is when you move slow. Mm -hmm. And if I can't run through shit and I'm going to be slowed down by the terrain, that annoys me in normal it's, games. It's very possible it will for you. Yeah. But it's also like that is the game. But that, exactly. So, so maybe it's almost going to be, I wonder, I have a feeling it's going to be like Red Dead where it turned me off from the beginning. Yeah. And then I just got lost in it. Okay. I got lost in the hunting. I got lost in the world. Yeah. Uh, and I want to do more and level up my camp. And I got to kill that legendary bear. Yeah. You, and and you that's spent it. Way I, too I'm going to get time on that stuff. <laughs> I did. But, <laughs> I did. So, is that all you've been? So, you're looking at that? You've, I think you beat another game. Didn't so, you? yeah. So, that's uh, Death Stranding. And then Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, I just platinumed yesterday. So, you took what, a couple weeks on that? Yeah. I did that pretty yeah. quick. Uh, really. <clears throat> Really good story, and I want to kind of go into this a bit, not too much, because you're starting it. Yeah. Um, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order is by far got to be one of the best Star Wars games they've made. I had a feel like I haven't like played fully down. through it, but like I'm already enjoying the beginning. I never played the Force Unleashed. Uh, sorry, I played the intros to uh, the intro to the first Force Unleashed, mm -hmm. and it just felt too arcadey for me. Yeah. And I didn't really care uh, much about it. Already at the same kind of got an original feel for this new, uh, what's called Fallen Order. Mm -hmm. And it already feels like a better game. And I know the fact that the guys who made Titanfall. Yeah, Respawn. Respawn, they made this. And Titanfall 2 is one of my favorite campaigns because it's like short, sweet, and varied. You yes. know, like it, there's a lot of differences in the control. And I can only imagine this game having a similar type of feel. Yeah, it, uh, it was a great game overall. Um, you know, I'm not one to put scores on it, and I, I know on this podcast we don't mm -hmm. uh, score games. But if I were to reviewing it, like I'm torn because, you know, I've talked about how important gameplay is and mechanics and story and how do those filter into you know these yeah. reviews that you read, and there are problems with this game. There are issues, no, and there are performance issues. That, they're glaring. If they're performance issues, though, that's platform well, dependent. Game design. Uh, control, um, performance. Well, performance so, is like, that's platform, right? Right. But, you know, those three things, which are pretty key to an enjoyable experience, um, were pretty bad. Were you, uh, would you say that this score could change if you played it on PC? I, I would have to see if you have the same issues. You, I don't think so because the AI and controls aren't going to be any different. Okay, that's fair. But right? like you said, performance, performance was one of the three performance things. Performance was there, not, you know, breaking to say, oh my God, I'll knock it down from an eight to a seven, but okay. add those three together. Like I'm teetering between a, you know, a seven and an eight. Like mm -hmm. it, it deserves a nine. Like the game is really good. See, I, that, like that's the thing, right? Like there's, you can score those in the, like that's why I like the way IGN used to rate games. They had like, they had the graphics, they had yes, gameplay, individual. they had audio. And like, 
like Ocarina of Time. I think it got like it got a nine somewhere out of ten, but it still got a ten because it's just like how did you feel about that game? Yeah. Like you when you look back at it, you're like, I enjoyed it. Yes, there were some like Red Dead. Mm -hmm. The controls it reminds me of like FIFA in a sense where it worries more about the animation than the preciseness of the controls. Right. Uh, which is like PES, like Pro Evolution Soccer. People are like, it just, the controls were a lot tighter, but the animation, it looked less, for me, it looked less realistic. Right. So, but like, I appreciate it looking more real. You know what I mean? So like, yeah. I don't mind that there's a bit of a, an input delay in Red Dead because of the animation. It makes it look that way. So yes, the controls could have been better in a sense, but like my overall feel was that didn't matter, you know? Right, like and the game, the how the game left me feeling is where I scored it. I wouldn't have scored it based on, yes, I could find technical like things that pissed me off about it, right? Yeah, but at the end of the day, I just it was great for me. So, if and again, I'll be a hypocrite if I ignore those because that was my uh, beef with Red Dead, mm -hmm. right? Like I had issues with the gameplay, I had issues with the controls, I had issues with a few things, but take those aside. That was a great game. Mm -hmm. um, and I think, again, I, if, I don't, if I'm not mistaken, I think I would score Red Dead about a seven. Yeah. I think there were things that pissed me off as well, just story-wise. And that's, yeah, I, it is what it is. It's how they wrote it and, and how they the played out. the story was fine. But, um, but for this game, if you, if you take, and again, it, you don't want to ignore it because it is there. And you should, if you're going to review a game, you should incorporate that because it's important. But if you would take those away, like this would be an easy nine for me, if not higher. Like yeah. for this year, like game of the year type year. Yeah. Um, well, it was it was incredible. Uh, the probably, not but, probably. I for me, hands down, the best Star Wars story in a game. Uh, like that will live up to canon to make a movie out of it. Like yeah, yeah. by far, the story was incredible, and it was such a good build mm -hmm. to get to the climax. Um, the gameplay. Again, some of the gameplay issues in terms of like AI and stuff is okay, but the lightsaber stuff was great. Um, it's honestly, from what I've seen, it's beautiful. Oh, visually as well, it's nice. And just you, you'd feel like a Jedi. You feel like you're wielding a lightsaber. Mm -hmm. The downside for me with the game, and again, I'm, I'm staying away from any story points here or story beats, is the actual gameplay and fighting mechanics is very Soul Calibur. Uh, not Soul Calibur, Jesus, Demon Souls. Um, Dark Souls? Dark Souls, Demon Souls, kind of similar. Where it's, you have to be very precise. It's not a unleashed arcade, just spam square and you're going to hit yeah, everything. I like that. For me, it, that wasn't for me. And that's the only thing I had with this is I'm not that I'm not patient to do it. It, this is where the gameplay coupled with AI and some game choices really affected how I wanted to play it. So I started the game on normal and it just got to a point where, I was getting too frustrated with it and mm -hmm. I was not having fun because of how infuriating either the controls or the AI was. And a lot of the controls though, I have to admit are operator error. It was me. Mm -hmm. I mistimed something. I didn't block properly. I, I, I didn't, games like that. I don't know. I don't know if it's just, I don't have the patience for it anymore. Mm -hmm. I don't want to have to do that. I have a lightsaber. I want to be able to use my force. Like, let me go at it. Seems and like and it's, it, if you want to do that, okay, you're a Jedi, you're going to fight more clean and precise. Like, oh yeah, it'll make you feel like that. And it's uh, it's it's very much the Dark Souls-esque where it's more about parrying and blocking than it is attacking and you have to time everything. Um, but for me, I, it just got to a point where I didn't want to do that anymore. And it was mm -hmm. it was taken away from the game for me. So I actually dropped it down to the easiest setting, which is just called story mode. Yeah. 
only reason is again didn't affect the trophies thank god um and i actually i now enjoyed playing it like the guys were some of them were still a challenge i would still mess up i'd still get you know hit and knock back and stumble around but it wasn't as infuriating i wasn't dying as much Mm -hmm. i wasn't like having to restart uh but like honestly it it was a great game it it was a lot of fun i'm looking forward to it because uh like I almost wish, because we're talking about the difficulty, how it makes the immersion, right? Like, mm-hmm. I remember playing, like, Ninja Gaiden back on Xbox. It's a, I got Xbox, the original one, late in the console generation when Ninja Gaiden came out. Mm-hmm. And uh, I enjoyed it a lot. And it was a challenge. Like, yeah. And then I was scared ever, I was always scared to play Dark the Dark Souls franchise, because I hear they're so hard, right? Like, yeah, they're, they're punishing. Now... I'm just wondering because that's what people said about like Ninja Gaiden. It was tough. I'm. Is it like is it crazy tougher than in, like that game? Because like once you get used to it, it's kind of like it's it's better. Like you 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 understand how to approach a battle, and it's like it's more rewarding. So yeah, like I wonder if game developers should almost ditch difficulties. Just make it what suits the game. If I were to make a game, I wouldn't give you difficulty levels. Maybe I'd give like one option like. It's clearly too hard. If it's like a tough game, I give you one option. Look, you just want to experience the story, that's it, or right. how it's meant to be played. Just two. Yeah, that could that could work. What really worked with this is the uh, difficulty didn't affect anything but damage taken and, and the difficulty of the AI. Okay. And, uh, and I guess that's what it's supposed to do. But you can also change it on the fly, uh-huh. like at any point. Uh, so if you're in the middle of a match or middle of a match, if you're in the middle of a fight mm-hmm. and it's getting too difficult for you, you can change the difficulty then and there mid fight and it will change it for you. Okay. Which I really liked how they did that. Like the difficulty didn't matter and didn't affect, uh, you know, too much at all of the game. Like mm-hmm. the trophies aren't affected by it. And it was just meant to be like, Hey, do you want to challenge or do you want to just enjoy the story? And it got to a point where I just want to enjoy the story. Yeah. And that, that was perfect for me. That's fine. And I can always go back. I can put it harder, but I had on normal and it was difficult. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the things where thankfully it didn't take too much from the Dark Demon Souls games is those, again, were meant to be punishing. Like if you mess up, if you don't parry on time or block, like you were done. And then with those games, from what I remember, when you die, your shit lands and, and stays where you die. Mm-hmm. Um, and... Uh, the then you have to go back no powers no swords no weapons go through the enemies to collect your shit mm-hmm. and that was like that's when i stopped playing and i'm like this is this is not for me this is done yeah um this doesn't do that but it does have the issue where where you last kind of save or in this game it's called meditate mm-hmm. when you die from a battle you reload where that meditation spot is. Is that like you can enforce, like you can meditate whenever you want or is no, it just, okay, so it's spots. like checkpoints. Yeah, so it's a bit of a pain when okay. you play on the harder difficulties and you're dying frequently uh, because sometimes it's not close where you were mm. and so you have to trek back through everything. So, you know, it uh, that was a bit of a pain, but that's why I, I put it to story mode. I really enjoyed it uh, at that point and no fast travel at all. So there's no fast travel. I don't know. Is it open world or how it is? Yeah, you'll see. You'll see. There's no fast travel in it, which is kind of neat because it almost forces you um, to experience Cal's journey Mm -hmm. and Cal's the main character. So wherever he goes, you go. And if you want to go find a secret or you want to backtrack or you go back to a planet to find secrets that you may have missed, Mm -hmm. you got to trek through everything. But you're with him. You're going through this journey with him. And Mm -hmm. I thought that was kind of a neat touch. Don't get me wrong. There's times where I'm cursing, saying "fuck." I, I wish I could just get the hell out yeah, this planet. Yeah. 
But, you know, when you got to get back to wherever you need to, you got to walk. You got to go through everything. Um, so it's it's pretty neat. It was, they did a great job tackling it. I can see a sequel coming a mile away. Um, and it's been selling really well, so I'm going to imagine they're going to get one. Yeah, it's, I've seen, like, the memes. It's like EA, when they hear their best-selling game is a single-player game, like, after <laughs> they said that single-player games don't make money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's, uh, no, really good. I recommend it if you like Star Wars. It's uh, such a fun game, I great think- looking, and honestly amazing story like knights of the old republic will still says probably one of the best star wars games made yeah it's it's those are like big open world like deep games right yeah and that that was like the rpg type game like yeah, those guys that, who made mass effect made that those though that still is probably like hailed as like one of if not the best star wars game mm-hmm. um but this is up there like this is really good that's good so i've enjoyed that that's done now i don't have anything to play until because I mean, you only have a playstation correct so but, for me not that there's no games to play right uh, my next pre-order, my next game is going to be, oh shit, Cyberpunk, April? Yeah, because Last of Us. Last of Us, was, I was going to pre-order, was but I was cheaping out now that it got pushed and see if maybe like a, an early E3 sale or something okay, happens. Okay. I'll pre-order that. So that's May. And then I also got the Avengers. I don't know if I'm going to keep that one, uh, but that one I think is you May You pre-ordered well. that over The Last of Us 2. Well, that was at E3. The Last of Us 2 was not E3. I got my last. Oh, wait, no, it wasn't. It wasn't when they released when they announced the release date a month or two ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's when it came out. So I I did Avengers during the three pre-orders. I didn't wait. Did I not pre-order Last of Us? I didn't. I was waiting. I mean, if there wasn't a way to do it, I would have. Actually, I might have it like from a year ago or two. No, impossible. (laughs) They didn't give it. They didn't release it. No, no. Because I pre-ordered a ton of games. I don't know what I (laughs) pre-ordered. So I don't have anything from now until April that I really want to play that interests me. Well, here's for the PlayStation. Here's Um, an idea. What's that? I got an idea for you on how to play it. Well, well since I was going to say, I'm going to play Death Stranding for the next six months. Or if you want to experience like games that are on other platforms, look at what about like PC gaming? Like what about the Google Stadia? Mm, yeah, what about the Google Stadia? Because like that has access to like all PC games, right? It does. <clears throat> it does. So let's talk Google Stadia. Um, it's not, it's not uh, doing so hot right now. Why not? Uh, well... From what I've been reading, uh, different sources, I think some of it, most of it was on, on other podcasts that I've heard and articles from like Polygon and things like that. Um, and actually one that I have here from Ars Technica. It, uh, it's not living up to the promises that Google made. Uh, and what I mean by that really is they've promised with the Founders Edition certain features coming out. Mm-hmm. They promised that the Stadia will be capable of doing, you know, I don't have a list of everything, but X, Y, and Z. It was like 4K 60 if you Part have Part of like, it was, it will do 4K 60. And I then obviously you it. have to have, you have to have something capable of doing that in yeah. terms of viewing it, a TV or a monitor, a, a computer that can run it, et cetera. And internet connection to support. And internet connection support. So that they didn't lie about. But things that have been coming out now that people have their hands on it is it's nowhere close to 4K60. No. And that's on capable devices with capable internet. Yeah. And apparently Google has come out and says, no, no, it's like we stand by it. It's it's 4K60, but it's clearly not. Well, did you, so I watched Digital Foundry's uh, breakdown of it. So they they compared Red Dead on PC, uh, Xbox One X and... uh, and what was it when it was San Stadia, obviously. Mm-hmm. So um, they found the settings weren't, it wasn't like maxed out on PC. It was like somewhere basically between Xbox and PC. Yeah. But they 
measure the 4K stream stream because it's really a stream that's coming back at uh, basically 1440p. So that's like halfway. This is basically between 1080 and 4K. Yeah. And then they also measure the frame rate as 30 frames per second. Yeah. And then when you go to the 1080p mode, you get 60 frames per second. But the 1080p looks Worse. like garbage compared to <laughs> Xbox. And this So this uh, article on Ars Technica, I'll, I'll just read something here. So it's, it's talking about the exact same thing you are. A digital foundry analysis of Red Dead 2 on Stadia, for instance, found that the game actually runs at a native 2560 by 1440 resolution, which is then upscaled to 4K. And standard of 4096 by 2160 via the Chromecast Ultra. Um, not only that... A Bungie representative said that Stadia version of Destiny 2 runs at the PC equivalent of medium graphic settings and that the game will render at a native 1080p and then upsampled to 4K and apply a variety of uh, techniques to increase the overall quality of effect. Like, it's not... Well, the compression like, is shit too, right? I don't know if you actually watch the video. So I put it on my my, my ultra-wide 1440p monitor. Mm -hmm. So... When it was on the 1440p, I took the 4K feed from Digital Foundry. So that's kind of looks more realistically looks like 1440p. And I honestly, it looked so bad. Like the video quality, like the, the 1440p didn't even look as good as 1440p. It didn't even look as good as 1080. Yeah. And like whenever there's any sort of like grade, like uh, colors, like, like a, a slight gradient. Yeah. It's very blocky. So it's not a, a smooth gradient. So it's, there's, it's very... It's very, you know, the resolution doesn't matter because it's coming in so compressed mm -hmm. that it looks bad. Like, it's, it was garbage. Yeah. And it, uh, one of the other things I read, uh, or I heard, sorry, was that um, when it launches, the Chromecast Ultra that it launches with, mm -hmm. you'll be able to play it on. But if you have your own Chromecast, whether it's a normal or an Ultra version for to get like the 4K graphics, yeah. it's not compatible right now. So if you <laughs> own it already... You can't play it on there. There's going to be, I guess, a firmware update that's going to come out at a later date. Like, why didn't they just call this a beta? Yeah, yeah. See, Microsoft's had their, what is it, their the xCloud for a while. and it's In beta like, form. In beta. Yeah. And they're not charging anyone for it. And it's like, it's a joke that you have to pay for, like, the 4K, like, that much more. And it's not even 4K. Yeah. The 1080 is, is trash, straight up trash. Yeah. But, I mean, that's where you start to wonder, like, who's this really for? So... Just quickly, I have a Wired article here that apparently they got from Kotaku as well. Um, so here's what's missing from the Stadia on launch. Stream Connect. Uh, so, so some of these are some of the features that they may have coined, so don't ask me what these are. But Stream Connect, Stat Share, and Crowd Play. In other words, all the multiplayer and social features for sharing and collaborating on games. The Achievement System. The ability to use Chromecast Ultra to play games. Family Sharing. And the buddy pass system that allows uh, to give their friends a free three-month Stadia pass. So all of these they promised. None of them are going to be there at launch. And it's like, again, why? Like, why? Why not? Everything gets delayed in our, in our generation right now. Delay it. And if you, you know, can't because you have investors and you need that out, then call the beta. People are still going to get pissed because you've already had them pay money for it up front. Mm -hmm. But now it's the fact that all these are missing it makes more sense. Guys, we're not ready. Or it's it, a simple, you know what it's as simple as? It's like, look, we need another two, three months. Yeah. These are on the house this two, three months while we figure it out. Yeah. You you know what you paid? You're, you're going to get what once we, once we figure it out, once we officially say it's good to go, 
we're going to start your three months then. Because exactly. you have three months pro, right? When you get the, the founder's edition or whatever. Yeah, it's, it's brutal. <clears throat> it, like, this is one of the sloppiest launches I've, I've seen for a video game console in a while. Yeah, but they, you know, like, if you watch the full uh, Digital Foundry video, uh, it's actually got, they, they make a good points. Like this isn't, like we grew up playing games. I think they mentioned how he played it like Nintendo 64, kind of like, like I did. Um, I, I started at Super NES, but regardless, Nintendo 64, you look back and it's like, shit, that was, that was terrible resolution. I could have played on PC back then, right? Yeah. That's what, this is all what Digital Foundry is saying. So I'm kind of paraphrasing and like, I agree with it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, like the show Turok or whatever it is. And like, if it was on a PC or whatever game, if, if there's a PC equivalent, it looked way better. The graphics, it wasn't as, as blurry as what we saw. They're talking even like, uh, actually not another video by Halo, but, uh, but when you, like we didn't care. We just we didn't have the money for the PC, so we just played it on whatever we had in front of us, whatever was cheapest, because we already had the console. We just bought the game. Mm-hmm. But like these kids that are playing these shitty games on the phones, you know those mobile games. Yeah. If they get Stadia, you know who knows, right? You know they're going to get into real gaming because, like, we're we, let's be real. We all are scared that the fact that like people are talking about only making mobile games, right? If 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 the way we look at mobile games, the, the way we look at that statement is, people aren't going to want to play these like great long games. They want just some shitty game I could play for five minutes on my phone, like Angry Birds. But mm-hmm. I think that statement now, when I look back at it, does doesn't mean that we're going to be playing shittier games. That means better games are just going to get on the phone. Right. Like kind of like Stadia, you can play it on your phone. You can pay, you can play it on your TV. You can kind of take it wherever you go, and it's that's a cool idea. The idea is great. Online streaming, cloud-capable gaming is great. You're Google. You have money coming out of your ass. Yeah. There's no way they couldn't have fixed like, this they're faster. Not, they're not a gaming company, though. I get it, but you can hire the people. Like, there's no well, way they, they had to be messed up this bad management. when you're Google. That's Agreed. On, because I'm telling you, anyone who's a gamer and tried it out, they would have seen this crap. Yeah. Unless, like, you know, like it, unless they're, they're not targeting us. I don't know, but this is this is not good. Uh, it's not a good look. And if you're trying to win over people, and this is how it's starting, like that's not great. And especially when they still stand by, no, no, 4K 60. And there's proof it's not. But the compression, it's just not right. You know, it's like when you watch a 1080p video, or sorry, 1080 video on YouTube, it's not 1080. Yeah. Like you watch a Blu-ray that's 1080, and you watch a YouTube video at 1080, and you tell me you can't notice the difference. Right. It's, there's just so much compression and artifacts that it just looks... And, and that's my beef with it. Like, I get it where, okay, it's 4K60 from our servers. Mm-hmm. So you're getting it at 4K60. Now, how you're viewing it, yeah, depends on your PC, depends on your monitor, depends on the device. I understand that. But if you have capable devices and it's still not running at that and that's what's promised, like, that's 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 shady. Yep. And not necessarily to the point of false advertising, but that that's that's shady marketing. And it's the same thing where my home internet. So I have, you know, gigabit internet. Yeah. Going to my modem, if I run a speed test, my modem uh, actually shows digitally what the speed is coming in right to the modem. Yes. And it's, you know, 1,000 megabits per second, 1,030 sometimes. Almost, oh, nice. Yeah, sometimes it's like, like 1,100. I get like 930 on mine. Yeah, I got five right into the, in, into yeah, the house. So it's like sometimes it's 1,100 megabits per What's second. What's your upload? Right? Uh, well, that's the thing. So that shows you the download. The upload, I honestly don't pay attention to much. But then I'm standing right next to my modem, right next to it, and my device is getting like 600 megabits per second. Mm-hmm. If I'm upstairs, 
300 megabits per second. I'm like, this, this is not gigabit internet. And it's like, yeah, it's gigabit to the modem. But then is the modem shitty that it's not well, also... No, you have to be hardwired into it. And also it depends on your Wi-Fi, what kind of Wi-Fi there's, there's variables. what kind of your, your modem, what kind of... Like the new, what is the new Wi-Fi, Wi-Fi 6? Right. Your... your I, I, and, and I get that. There's a lot of variables. But, you know, it's like kind of a similar thing where Bell's like, oh, we're giving you gigabit. It's like, well, I'm not getting it. Well, if you had it, if you wire, you will be. I th- I would like to I think mean, you're so. you're probably using like Cat 3 cables instead no, of Cat no, 6. No, no, Cat 5Bs, not yeah, Cat so 6. You, yeah, you got just the... It supports it. Supports it. it does. But uh, anyway, so that's kind of my thing. So I, I could see Google standing behind, well, oh, no, leaving our servers, you're getting 4K60. But that's not what anyone's receiving. No, it's the co- even it, even if it was the the compression is so bad. But like we got to give a but credit. But how do you for, fix that? To faster internet and more bandwidth. Like the, I mean, they can invent new compressions. But like I, I feel like you're still going to run into these problems. They'll get slightly better. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. All, all I know is like there is some respect to be given to Stadia in one aspect. What's that? The the input latency. So like wh- okay. when you like press something and how quickly you see it on your screen, like they tested it and it's Red Dead on console versus PC. There's quite a big difference in numbers. I don't know. It's like point, I don't know, point thirty something milliseconds uh, for PC, and it's like like eight point oh eight milliseconds or point oh oh eight. It's like it's, it's very little. It's like two frames difference. Like it's it's super quick difference between PC and Stadia. Yeah, it's like right there. But even like console. Is, is significantly worse so it's like let's say it's 0.03 for pc and it's like 0.038 for stadia and then it's like 0.05 something for for console so it's actually better stadia the the, the latency from when you press a button to, to when you see it on the tv versus hmm. xbox or playstation don't get me wrong there's going to be good things about it what well, i'm like saying that, is that's it's, the it's biggest a, concern let's be real everyone was concerned about input latency. yes yeah especially when you have a controller that's what some of them are wireless yeah i mean so basically no it is wireless it yeah. actually the way stadia works is the controller connects directly to your to the, wi-fi okay not to the chromecast or whatever the device it goes right to your wi-fi and so it's like skips a step so it doesn't have to go into your device then your device has to go into your into your router okay or directly into your router with the controller it's kind of cool like it's that's smart thinking there's good things about it it's it's ushering in this new future it's of, in its infancy of video games well the really the big thing is they've they've really botched the launch it's and it's, this is not it's just good. the value for what you've paid for it to Agreed. be an early adopter you're getting a shit service like, and here i am bitching about it and i didn't pay for it yeah, so yeah. i can only imagine the people that paid for this founder series you know they want to be at the forefront Maybe not knowing or knowing what they've gotten into, but like no, I you, think you it, trust Google to get their, their think, shit together. You would think, and you saw their launch and how important and impressive they were, and they stood by it and comparing it directly to PlayStation and Xbox. And it's like, oh, you can switch between devices, you can do this and this, and it's seamless. Which apparently that does work on like the mobile stuff. Like it actually switches pretty which pretty is, well, which, which is, is cool. neat. Um, but it's like, how do you mess it up this hard at launch? Like, just well, well, I, they were overconfident with what they were doing, and it, they needed to come out and say, "Look, like this is a beta." They needed to to temper Agreed. expectations. Agreed. And be like, "We're trying this out." Because if they this said is that, new. if they said that, we would look at this completely differently. Agreed. Like, wow, it got it's got the input it, latency is great you'd focus uh, the, on the positive that yeah you'd look at like oh wow i could pick up on any device i yes. can play with you know my, my xbox controller or my playstation controller on my my phone great you know you're looking at all this stuff but now we're looking at it's like 
I paid for a finished product it doesn't have as yes. opposed to it has. Yes. And you know what? You can you can come back with the argument that, well, if if they came out saying it was a beta, they wouldn't have had, me, has, have had many people invest into it or buy in, mm -hmm. right? So they're going to have less pre-orders. There's going to be less money coming in. Let's face it. They don't need the money to help fund what they're doing. So, you know, if you make a quality product and it was ready, not in beta, like give it a yeah. few years and people actually see what it is, you, you'll sell it there. If, if you have that product and it's going to do what you're promising, you're going to sell it. Well, if So it's not like you need, you're, you're a startup company and you need people to invest so you can complete everything. Yeah. You're, you're goddamn Google. Well, you so, got the money. So what you can do is you could be like, look, we're going to ship it to you pre-launch. The time you get before launch will be free. Mm-hmm. You, you know, your your bonus is you get to play it during the beta phase. Yeah. You know, so like I spent whatever getting it early. I'm an early adopter. My bonus is I get to play it a little longer for free mm -hmm. until it gets legit. Because that like, it's not like you, it's not like Xbox Games Pass where you, you get the service and you can play all these games. You have to buy the games too, right? Right. I, I believe, or I don't know if you I can rent so. them or whatever. That's, I, I didn't understand that either, but I think you still have to buy the games. But then you're buying them and you're streaming them. You don't own them. Like, I have no idea. Maybe you're renting them. I don't know how this this actually this thing works. Yeah. I'm confused. You know what it's not going to do right now is win any awards, Luca. Mm, clearly. It's not. Um, but you know who is? A bunch of games that are, <laughs> that are nominated for the Video Game Awards this year. Um, so I, I know you're looking it up, and I think I have it too. I really just kind of wanted to focus on the... Uh, Game of the Year nominees. Yeah. Um, now, the Video Game Awards I watched last year, actually for the past two years, it's like a pretty big event. It's been getting bigger and bigger every year, which is kind of nice to see. Um, I know Jeff Keighley's running it, and he's been doing a great job uh, setting this thing up, making it something bigger, more known, uh, getting more people involved, and improving it year after year. So that's always nice. Mm -hmm. But uh, you come off of last year, which... Ah, oh, shit. You know what? I should have pulled up last year's nominees. Let me see if I can quickly well, get Well, let's that. just uh, stop off of our head. Obviously, God of War, Red Dead Redemption 2. Yeah. Um, okay, game of the year. Here we go. God of War, Celeste, Monster Hunter World, Red Dead Redemption 2, Assassin's Creed Odyssey, Marvel's Spider-Man. Massive list. How do you pick from those? These, though, like, yeah, outside of, outside of, for me, Monster Hunter World, yeah. that was not what for was me. The, there's another one that, not. I like Celeste a lot. Like, that's quite difficult to choose. Marvel Spider-Man, I loved that game. Yeah. Like, that could have, that easily could have been game of the year for me. Not, God of like War a, was by far, I ended that one last year, and I think that deserved it. I don't uh, know. Red Dead After 2. After finishing Red Dead 2. Uh, well, Red Dead 2 just came out, right? And it was too uh, too new. The, and, and it, God from, of War was great. Don't And I, I oh, don't, because I love, great. I've loved the God of War series. I've beaten every single one. I think I even got it on the PSP. Like, I've, I've enjoyed the God of War series, and what they did with this one was amazing but like after finally finishing red dead yeah it it was it like pulled emotion like on a lot of emotional strings more so than than god god of war did for me see what's interesting about it for me is like uh from what i was uh reading up on it the i think nomination cutoff was around like november 15th okay. so i think red dead came out like right october before. end of october yeah yeah so there wasn't a lot of time to play it um now i guess for the people that are doing it they've got early copies and they yeah. play it so they they know it's there. there's a reason why there's a cut um, right but yeah but it's uh what a packed year like those were massive games mm -hmm. for game of the year that was a hard decision to make 
Now we look at 2019. Do you have it in front of you? I do have it. Why don't you read off the nominees for game of the year for 2019? Well, the, I'm just wondering, cause I actually went to like other categories and they left some titles that I thought would be, would hit higher on this. Which I'm curious to know. All right. But so like, what is game of the year? What do we have? Control. Mm-hmm. I was very interested in playing that game. Apparently, it's really good. Yeah, like, like I still want to play it. I still want to play that, but I didn't buy it yet. So I'm going to clear the uh, the queue out first before I get there. But Control is an indie. Is that an indie? It's five or five games. No, no. That's, I think it's the guys who made. If I remember correctly, the guys who made was it Quantum Break or Okay. They they had they made some games before, some decent games. Okay. Um, Resident Evil Two Remake. Yeah. Right. Fantastic game. I didn't game. I didn't play. I, I I played the first like first half an hour of it oh, it was a great game and it, By and it far, felt really good oh it looked great they re- revamped everything it, it didn't from the feel ground like up. an old game it didn't um, feel like an old game but but it is a remake game of the year for like a, a remake really for well, game of the year but it's like that's how you remake a game if right? it, that set the bar i think for remakes for yeah. sure but it's still like it okay and What's a game next? that i'm i just never got into but it's hugely popular yeah it's Super Smash Bros. Ultimate, and that's a huge game. And what's funny is, how long ago did that game come out? That came out uh, this year, right? Not this year. It was last year, but it was after the oh, cutoff for the Game of the Wars okay, last okay, year. Okay. It was literally, I think, the I think it was the day of the cutoff, and so okay. it, it didn't make it. So, but yes, hey, Smash Brothers, great game, critically acclaimed, best-selling fighting game of all time. Um, like and it's, like the stuff that they put in it. Like I'm not oh, a fan of game, huge. but it's, it's amazing. Yeah. What uh, else we got? Sekiro Shadows Die Twice. Okay, so Sekiro, pretty never, popular for people that like that type of genre. From software. They're the guys with the Demon Souls game or whatever. Yeah, same same, I, same premise. Again, a game I won't play. Uh, Death Stranding, which is a shock. So some <laughs> people... No, no, but you know what? I'm telling you, this game is a game people either love or hate. Yes. And I have a feeling I'm going to like the game. I hope I do because it looks great. Yeah. And then this game, I've been saying it... Personally, between us, I think it's going to surprise a lot of people. And by being on the game of the year list, I wouldn't even be surprised if it won game of the year, The Outer Worlds. The Outer Worlds, Obsidian Entertainment, which that that one's a, an indie. That's the original. No, no, that's the guys, guys who, who did that. No, that's the guys who made the original Fallout. I think Fallout 1 and 2. Oh, and they the, made Fallout these New Vegas. guys, Fallout New Vegas. Yeah. Yes. Sorry, I, I keep on getting confused with the Outer Wilds and the Outer Worlds because those two games came out around oh, the exact same completely time. completely different, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> but then like you look at games left off. So I look at Action Adventure and like uh, The Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening, another remake, which yeah. I enjoyed thoroughly. Borderlands 3 was left off the list. One that was a bit controversial in the uh, Twitter space is Devil May Cry 5. Apparently yeah, that was a I'm not huge a big Devil game. May Cry guy, but I could see it being there. For Game of the Year, that was a huge game. Um, yeah. in, in the independent game, there's the, the Untitled Goose game. <laughs> uh, RPG, I guess Kingdom Hearts 3, eh, Final Fantasy 14. No, no not Family for Game, game Super Mario Maker 2, Luigi's Mansion 3, that was a pretty good one too. Yeah, but for Game of the Year? Honestly, I don't, I don't find games. I don't made. think Nintendo would really no, no, no. outside of Smash. But I'm telling you right now, that game is so well made, so creative in the way it was made. It felt so different. Like all these games kind of feel like they have one theme and they stick with it. That game switches the themes and it makes sense and it, it feels fresh every yeah. floor you on. But anyways, so that's my opinion on it. With the with the game of the year awards though, or the the um uh game of the year, sorry. What's your take on this? Like, it's you don't have these blockbuster heavy hitters like we did last year. Spider-Man, God of War, Red Dead. Like, 
even Monster Hunter World was Capcom's best-selling game ever. Yeah, but I like, mean, the Outer Worlds, I'm telling you, is getting a lot of praise by everyone who's played it. It's, a, it's an interesting and I'm year, though, Modern right? Warfare doesn't make anywhere. Is that cut off? Uh, no, Modern Warfare, uh, I think, is the on there for multiplayer, game. like uh, those kind of action-adventure games. That story games. was great. The, the multiplayer, I mean... Game of the Year won't get. Uh, no. the, the, those games won't go Game of the Year. But it's, it's interesting, like... And this is not to take away from the games on here, like Sekiro, The Outer Worlds, and Control. It just shows how good and powerful and impactful those games were. But it's interesting for this year, and you think, come on, there's got to be bigger games that came out this year. But you look at this, though. I like the list, though. Yeah? Because, like, what was last year's? Can you name them? Last year's was Red Dead 2. Third person, action adventure. Um, It's open world. We'll give it that. Yeah. uh, God of War. God of War, third person, action adventure. Third person, action adventure. Uh, Monster Hunter World. Again. Uh, And uh, Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Assassin's Creed and uh, Celeste. That's the only game that was different. Yeah. But look at this. Control, third person, right? Okay. Resident Evil, I guess the same thing. Smash Bros. is like a 2D fighting fighting game. game. Uh, Sekiro, yeah, same shit. Death Stranding, same shit. And Outer Worlds is like first person RPG, right? So it feels a little different, right? Like you look at, I don't know. I guess the third person is like usually the game of the year contender if you look at it. If you want to make a game that's critically acclaimed, make a third person action adventure game. But like Smash Bros, it's nice seeing that there in the outer worlds because they feel a little different. Yeah. And even like Death Stranding, it's a third person, but it's like an exploration game. So it's like this this year feels a little like the themes of the games just feel so different. It's it's a good variety. Like a samurai game, a fighting game. Uh, post-apocalyptic like zombie game yeah a game where you like control i don't know what like you, <laughs> you can control that. things yeah like there's like people floating around and shit <laughs> <laughs> and the outer worlds is like some funny game where you go like planet to planet and it's like made by the guys who made follow new vegas right and, like it's interesting but it, it kind of had me thinking like were there not bigger games that came out this year like we went a whole year and the biggest game on there is death stranding and then super smash brothers and death stranding just came out yeah. So, I, but really, I can't think of a game like Star Wars. Again, I think missed the cutoff because oh, yeah. that should have been on there. That should be somewhere there. Um, so that's a shame for Star Wars. They 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 got kind of screwed there. Uh, they missed the cutoff. But you got Star Wars, like Mortal Kombat 11. Now it's a fighting game. I'm really trying to think, like, what other big games came out? I like, think I played a lot of those games into this year. When you look at that list, do you feel actually wait? Horizon 4 came out, was it last year or this year? Horizon was last, no, two years ago. Horizon 4 was September oh, the racing last game. year, yeah. I'm sorry, the racing game. I thought thinking Yeah, Horizon. sorry, that was last year, so that one would have been on last year's list. Yeah. Because they had the, like, Lego DLC this year, because they didn't have a new one come out in September. Yeah. Gears 5, that was pretty good. Um, it's just, it, it again, it got me thinking of what big blockbuster titles do we have, but they all came out last year. Well, like, I mean, they really, like, everyone, I, I more so PlayStation, kind of blew their load last year. And okay, now It's we're... like the typical PlayStation third-person game was last year, right? That's yeah. what it felt like. This year feels like it's not about PlayStation. This this right. year feels like, you know, people who who aren't necessarily PlayStation gamers probably had a good time. Yeah. Because, like, I'm telling you, I want to play The Outer Worlds, but I have so much ahead of it, but that I can't wait to play. Hmm. Like, even Metro came out, I think, this year. Like the Metro, yeah, that got, that went quiet pretty quick. I played a little bit of it. It's 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 really interesting. It's a cool idea. Hmm. Um, it didn't review super well, but it didn't review terribly, you know. So okay, that's another game that's going to be lost in the backlog somewhere. Right, <laughs> right. 
for for Luca. Well, if anyone's interested, the Game Awards, uh, they air, I think, Spike TV and all over the internet. They're actually, it's gotten so big where they're uh, showing it in some movie theaters. And it's actually got a tie-in with the new Jumanji movie. You know what? It's like, we went to the EGLX this year. Yes. And, like, I don't know. Like, I am, like, a gaming nerd. But, like, they take it to a level that I'm, like, good for them. (laughs) I appreciate it. Like, I really do. But it's just, I don't know if it's my crowd or not. You know? Right. I, I love it because now video games are popular and like they're 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 doing really well. You know, it, yeah. video games are almost they're almost healthy. Other than like, eh. uh, almost. Eh. Well, look look at Star Wars. This this last Star Wars game was great. It was, and like that came out of at the cost of a lot of people bitching and EA taking over this game called Battlefront, which mm-hmm. you still defend. I don't know why. I do not at <laughs> all. Um, but. Like when you say healthy, like where games there's are there's a lot now. of games coming out and they're getting a lot of variety. I thought you meant um, like people are being healthy playing oh, no, a lot no, of no, games. No, no, no. I was That's, like, if not, it's worse because of streaming and esports yeah, and people like playing. Shit. Like that's, well, that's that's if you care. that's huge, and that's where video games are going, right? Well, it is and it isn't. You know, people said that the single player game was dead. Yeah, they're dumb. But they're not. Yeah, they're dumb. People will make proclamations, but they don't make games. They don't. I know. Like. I'm going to buy the single player game. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to buy an MMO that I have to play for five years and buy like seasonal content for. And spend thousands of dollars on your character. I like no. to buy my game and then maybe a little DLC here and there, but then that's it. Yeah. And like realistically, the DLC, I could I skip most of the time. Like I bought Fallout 4, the Ultimate Edition, whatever. Right. And I don't know if I even played one of the DLCs. Yeah, well, just to finish off, the Game Awards, they aired December 12th, Thursday, December 12th, 2019. Okay. So if anyone's cool. interested, check it out. Um, I, I like watching it. It's just fun to see. It's nice to see video games get celebrated. It's nice, yes, right? agreed. Um, Who's that journalist that uh, accepted an award and then he basically said uh, that like he ripped uh, the media the, the, for people that trying was, to... That was, I think, the writers. It was something specific for writers. Basically, when the people like are trying to blackball the streamers now so yes. they can kick them out and get like new people in, their own people in, so they can control... Yeah. Uh, you know what? It's crazy. I think he's right. Like I don't follow that stuff enough. Who is... Uh, oh, there's a comedian that does the Patriot Act. What's his name? Uh, it's on Netflix. The movie? No, 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 no. It's a, it's a TV show. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, I think I saw that. Um, and I was thinking, wasn't there a Mark Wahlberg movie called The Patriot Act or something like that? Yeah, uh, Hassan, is it Minhaj? I don't know. I didn't watch it. So Patriot Act on Netflix. Um, Hassan Minhaj, he's a, he's a really good comedian. Mm-hmm. Awesome show. Like, amazing show. He, he tackles these really great topics. Uh, it's, a lot of them are serious, but he still brings uh, some comedy elements into it. So John Oliver. Essentially, but very, very different, very okay. different. Um, but he did one on, on the toxicity of video games, like the video game culture. Yeah. And it's insane. Yeah. And it's true. When you actually look in behind the scenes about video games, like it's a, it's a very toxic type culture, whether you're looking at the fans, uh, which are, you know, any fanatic of anything is pretty bad. Yeah. Um, but even the workplace. And that's what he focuses more is the workplace, right? Of the toxic culture, crunch, looking at all that, developing games. But it, it's really, really good. If you get a chance to check it out, it's, it's a really good episode. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what's going on with that. But yeah, and then just talking about the, the culture of video games now. Yeah, and, and who was it? Shit, I was watching somebody. I don't know if it was Linus on, you know, Linus Tech Tips or whatever. But yeah. someone was saying how like, actually, this was more to do with like hardware. It's like they want to do stuff, but it's like these corporate people are just kind of like, screwing everything over like when we talk about games guys like we can't 
we can't criticize the developers because the guys programming work their asses off. Mm-hmm. They work more hours than, you know, we would like to think, you know. It's that anyone to, should. Yeah, so they're starting to shed some light on the work conditions, but they do it because they love the games. But the problem is they don't make the final decisions. No, the direction usually doesn't come from them. So, like, let's not rip programmers, lazy programmers, this, this, and this. Let's rip you know, the the people, the businessmen at the top that have never played a video game. And that probably never will. Yeah. It's just making them a shit ton of money. At yeah. the end of the day, it's a business. It's, it's a, no, no, it's keep, a business. Keep ripping the game. Don't rip the programmers, the developers. Because yeah. you know what? If they're in that field, they got in there because they love it, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Um, unfortunately, look at myself. I finished school for programming. I'm having a difficult time finding any sort of job programming. So like the fact that these guys got into video games like there's more money to be made like working at banks doing back-end stuff on in the bank right these guys decided to go into a field they love they they work their ass off and uh they don't need to get ripped by you know us who don't understand the first thing when it comes to game design (laughs) and all that stuff realistically show some love show some respect to them rip rip the greedy people don't rip the programmers I, i can respect that so just to round out today what's next for you uh, video game wise, what's what's in the pipeline for Luca? Like I know you say you got a back catalog, but uh, what, what are you looking forward to? What's like the next big game? Okay. Um, most anticipated right now. Again, it's, it's been it's been a bit. It's been a bit. I so don't know if there's anything like 2020. 2020 is around the corner. Like it's Cyberpunk and uh, and Last of Us Two. I don't think yeah. there's anything bigger than those two games. Really, like what else is coming out next year? Ghost of Tsushima is the only question mark. Well, that yeah, that's there's another game right. that might come. Well, I don't know. There's there's we'll figure out more next year, but those are what I'm looking forward to next year. Yeah, uh, hopefully we do some more podcasts before the end of the year. I'd like to think so. Um, but like I'm looking forward to beating Gears. Mm-hmm. I'm looking forward like I if this year ends and I haven't beat Gears of War five and I haven't beat the Modern Warfare story, you're a failure. It's it's yes. <laughs> I'm gonna pack up and then Gone Gaming will be hosted by Ashton <laughs> and only Ashton. <laughs> and i wish you luck yeah thank you thank you yeah it you know death stranding for me is going to be next uh i'm i'm probably going to play a bit more cod just get online with you guys because you ripped me enough for not playing and yeah we're having a good time me and kyle last night we crushed gunfight and we we couldn't lose last night yeah i'll change that i'll change that for you no problem play with us (laughs) i'll change that for you in a heart i'm gonna appear offline if it's you like it it was very evident that i was the weakest link in blackout because you guys would be posting you barely play you know well hold on you'd be posting pictures and videos like these guys three times a day of their number one victories and i'll play with them for like three hours and can't get second and it's like guys you win all the time like six times a day you know and what, i though? play with you and you can't carry me over to the finish line come on you know what though when you the thing is when i was in school i didn't play for a while and when i first got back i couldn't get a win yeah and then it took like it takes a few weeks to just get to the point where you can get like a few wins a day i'm a little self-deprecating saying i was the weakest link in this thing well, but anyways I'm not, so if I'm you think not. you're doing good i'll get on and i'll change that that's what i'm saying yeah we'll play we won't play a uh, gunfight i mean we could play gunfight you and i sure maybe we'll stream it one day sure maybe maybe but uh yeah no that's it and then yeah i think same for me it's a uh, youtube channel Let me it's check. uh what um cyberpunk and then the last of us a little bummed out about the 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 date being pushed from february to may but you know what i'm so backlogged that it doesn't yeah, for me. you it doesn't matter for me i was kind of like i was looking forward to february because that would get me through you know not so long uh, after the after the holidays but so uh, we do we do have uh 
two YouTube channels. One that we don't use yet, which is limited potential. We do have a Gone Gaming YouTube channel. There you go. So if you want to so subscribe we'll to us, we have 12 subscribers right now. Oh, yeah. Because we haven't really been pushing it. But uh, Gone Gaming. I got 12 email accounts. You'll see our symbol. <laughs> Gone so space gaming without a G at the end. There you go. But uh, no, that's uh, that's it. Hey, I, I trust Neil Druckmann and, and the people at uh, Naughty Dog. And uh, I, I really can't wait for... Yeah, it's going to be for, great. Uh, like, of us really can. That's a game that I drop whatever I'm playing and I play right away. Yeah. There's certain games, and I thought Death Stranding was going to be that way. If that game got a 10, I probably would have... First game after I finished Luigi's Mansion. Yeah. But... And then maybe I'll borrow and play some Luigi's Mansion. You're welcome to. Awesome. I'm going to be leaving shortly, so I'll take it with me. Damn it. Uh, <laughs> hey, it's been a while. I'm not even going to pretend to go into our normal rigmarole of how we end this, so I'm just going to say thanks for listening. Yeah. Uh, What's another podcast that at the end we'll <laughs> you get the details from that. We're lazy. We, we can splice it in. Uh, obviously, if you're listening, you know how to find us. Uh, we're on podcast services uh, you know, that are offered out there. Yeah. Uh, anything on Google, Apple, you'll, you'll find us. Yeah, um, enjoy the listen. And, uh, and then, obviously, the easiest thing would be our website, ltdpotential.com. And, yeah, and check our, our YouTube channel. Subscribe once we see those numbers get up there. Gone gaming without the G at the end. There you go. I was yeah. gonna say. I thought you were gonna say once you see the numbers start climbing, then we'll start posting things. I don't think that's how it works. I think it's the opposite. We got to post to this. See the of numbers. Of course, of course. <laughs> I'm just saying we're gonna. Like I wouldn't mind streaming some gunfight. I'm getting it on PlayStation and I have a capture card on my computer. Maybe. Oh, maybe you might see uh, the future of Gone Gaming here evolving. But no, thanks a lot. Thanks for listening. It's been fun. And uh, till next time, keep on gaming. <laughs>